0: Welcome to Let the Bible Speak. That's what we want to do. We want to let the Bible speak. Because if the Bible doesn't speak into our lives, something else will take its place. Uh, the Bible was given to us by God so that we might know the good and right way to live, that we might be taught and convicted and and just basically shown the right way for, for all of us in, in different areas of our life. And so um, my name is Josh Elder. And alongside of me, we've got... Mr. Henderson Palmer, Amen, and uh, Mr. John Chetta. Hello. And so we are here to, to, to do just that, to let the Bible speak. And if you've been listening to us for uh, a little while, we, we get into some topics that we think are um, things that we struggle with. And uh, one of the things we've been talking about for the past number of episodes is forgiveness. This will for- be number four. This is number four. So we started with how we need to be forgiven by God, and uh, well, actually, we started with uh, what is forgiveness. What is, right? Yeah, what is it? And and because we need to know what is forgiveness if we're gonna um, if we're gonna get it or give it. And uh, then we talked about being forgiven by God as our primary need in our lives. And then we then we talked about how if we're forgiven by God, we really need to offer that forgiveness to others. And I think our main point in our last episode was, is that we don't just offer forgiveness from like a zero slate for us, but instead we offer forgiveness from a place that we are people who've been forgiven. And so until we know that we've been forgiven, it becomes real hard uh, to offer forgiveness to to somebody else and to others. And so today we're going to talk about a, a, a different side of forgiveness. I think one that is little little bit complex for us which is is uh and sometimes it's kind of like it it goes underneath the radar which is is that receiving forgiveness how how do we how do we accept the forgiveness of others and and the forgiveness of of God because I don't know about you but like in in small ways you can have people who will do wrong uh to you or you do wrong to somebody else and then the apologies begin like immediately. Right. And then somebody says, well, I forgive you. You Yeah. I I forgive you. And then, and then, but then you're like, I just feel so bad. And you know, we're, we're not willing to just accept the forgiveness instead. We want to, we, even the ones who've done wrong, want to belabor the points. Sometimes we're unwilling to, to what, what is that? Why do you think we do that?
1: I think it's, it's, um, in a sense trying to earn it by showing our sincerity and, um, you know, it's, it's hard to accept a, a free gift. Yeah. I, I don't.
0: Yeah. That's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. Cause like, uh, I have a friend who I always will go out to lunch with and, you know, I'll be like, I got this. And they, be, Oh, like, that's really nice of you. Yeah. It's very nice. You do
1: that, you that for your friend. <laughs> that's good. I only
0: do that <laughs> for certain people you know yeah well
1: right. you've bought me lunch a few times no, so i so, but so go to lunch with josh him. is very generous and be his friend no, right, you'll eat well
0: is, this is not the point of the story no you yeah. are so great Josh. Thank let's you. talk more about your good deeds yeah, okay here we go <laughs> you see this is he's already received his reward right, bro. Thank that's you. it yeah. but the, anyway so, no please I,
1: I go 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 forward with so my
0: point. my friend who is not john chetta obviously <laughs> uh is is he's just like he's obsessed with having a equal slate you know mm, what i mean so yeah. like so like if i if i offer it i'm not i'm not right. just like going you know hey i'm gonna am pay for your meal so you owe me you right, know what i mean right, like right, <laughs> right. <laughs> i'm just i just want to do it it's yeah. just it's easy enough i, I think there was right. an office
1: uh, episode where dwight <laughs> went around doing that uh <laughs> yeah. yeah right yeah. Exactly. doing like kind <laughs> things so that everybody owed him
0: <laughs> yeah exactly and so so uh he'll he'll sometimes be like well i'll owe you and, uh you know, uh, uh, how much was it? What's half of it? You know, and I'm like,
1: Are you sure this isn't me you're talking no, about? You. Okay. You.
0: But it could be like but all of us. I've totally that done that to right? you.
1: And you're like, If you ever buy me a $7 sandwich, I'm not paying you back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, that's exactly what you said, <laughs> which is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> yeah. So, but, and I think what that is, is just what John was saying there, is that sometimes we want to pay back. Yeah. Uh, everything that, that's been given to us almost in like a, we got to be, it's got to be equal. Right. You know what I mean? It's got to be equal. And so that, that gets a little bit more complex when somebody does something to you really, really, yeah, really bad, you know? Right. And then you forgive that person the wrong they've done. I mean, sometimes it's not easy to go, I just accept that, you know, I, I've done this terrible thing to you. Yeah. And sometimes you're like, I need to spend the rest of my life. Absolutely earning uh-huh. earning th- you know that forgiveness wow. and uh and so i think this this equates a lot to our relationship with god which i think yeah, exactly. we're going to talk about and um cuz our last story is going to really deal with that um the last scripture that we're looking at but um but i think in part you know as i was approaching this in the scripture of looking up like what does the bible say about how we are to accept forgiveness is, is honestly, the Bible doesn't like directly talk about like, well, you know, um, you should, you must accept forgiveness. You know, one of the 10 commandments wasn't receive forgiveness or, you know, like, so it wasn't so spelled out except it, it is in a very different way. And, and, and so, uh, it, 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 it's, it's, it's spelled out in this way is, is that um, God has said certain things about what he's done for us. And, um, and he's expected us to trust him. Exactly. Right. To trust his word, to trust, have faith in him. And part of trusting God is, is if he says, I've forgiven you, well, then, you know, what's got to be required for our trust. Well, then I have to receive that forgiveness. It's not just, you know, uh, you forgiven me. And then now God all my whole life, I'm going to spend, trying to pay you back, right? which is never going to happen by the way for any right. of us. Cause we can't, we can't pay back this debt. Um, then, you know, that, that comes back around to us. And, you know, so, um, what do you think about that? Henderson? What do you think yeah. about receiving forgiveness?
2: Yeah. Oh, you know, just for me and my life, I just thank God for, first of all, thank God for Jesus Christ who came and died for my sins. Yeah, me too. Amen. Yeah, let me just say that. But, um, you know, it's sometimes, I guess, like you're saying, it's not talked about a lot in the Bible, just receiving forgiveness. And sometimes when, like, you know, the first and foremost, God wants us to be forgiven so that we can have eternal life. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's on a higher plane of it. But in our interaction with each other as believers or as people in the earth realm, if, if a harm or if I've done something wrong to somebody and, you know, and it be a terrible wrong whether there be, you know, I did something, you know, out, outside of what my wife would want me to do, or, you know, yeah. something outside of, in that realm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it might be hard to just receive if she says like, you know, you know, Henderson, I forgive you. And like y'all was were, were saying earlier, well, I might try to, maybe do something and do something to like earn her trust back. And, you know, sometimes it'd be a little hard to get back in that right standards, even if it's just with my wife.
1: Well, I think now we're balanced. Well, we're, we're kind of, cause that's reconciliation, you know? So forgiveness is one thing. Yeah. Reconciliation is another and reconciliation usually does take a little. It's something. I don't want to, I don't want to derail us this early. No, 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 no. no,
2: it's not a derail. I don't think it's a derailment, Uh but I think it's kind of, ties into each other a little mm-hmm. bit, yeah, forgiveness did. and reconciliation. Yeah. right. I think it's kind of tied into each other a little bit because I know when God forgives us and there's a process of us. I mean, when he forgives us, I believe in Christ, we are forgiven at that moment yeah. and at that point. He yeah. forgives us. And, we and his, his is
0: is reconciliation. Yeah, like, his is reconciliation. His well, that was yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Which is, I think, the uniqueness because of his of Christ, work on the Right, because of the uniqueness of Jesus. Jesus right. does so many things on the cross, and one of those things is, right. not only does he shed his blood for the forgiveness of That's sins, right. but that he
2: he is taking yes. the price of reconciliation upon himself. You right, know? and I want to say this, and again, thank God, because uh, so now that we are forgiven by God, there's nothing that we can do, like you said, to earn. Yeah you know, like that, or to do something to pay God back for what he did for us and let allow, you know, sending his son to die for us. So there's nothing that we can do to pay him back. right? But at least with our lifestyle, we can try to honor him in the way that we live and the way that we, you know, our thought process and the way we act out towards one another. Yeah, yeah. And so, and it's the same way with like receiving forgiveness. Like if I was to do something wrong again, like to maybe my wife and let's say she's a forgiving lady and she forgives me, but it, I just feel like, you know, sometimes a person can feel so wrong, like, man, I need so to wrong. do something to maybe like make I, things up to I got to get her. rid of this guilt somehow. I got to get right. rid of this guilt somehow. Right. Yeah. And maybe within her mind, and thank God, me you know, she might have the mind of Christ and the heart of Christ and the spirit operating in her. She done forgot about it. I forgave you. It's and done. And it's done. Right. But in my heart, I might be feeling like, man, it's just, I got to do something, you know, yeah. maybe buy her some flowers or maybe do this or maybe right. do that to try to like win her trust back. But, you know, it, it's hard to receive forgiveness sometimes, but, and I know we're going to look at it a little bit more in the scripture and we're going to see some other biblical examples yeah. about, yeah, you know, what the Bible says about forgiveness and receiving forgiveness. Because I know for a fact with me, and I thank God again, because I know I've done a, a lot of wrong towards God mm-hmm. and towards people. Yeah, And I was forgiven by God first. And what it done for me, brother Josh and listeners, it gave me a fresh start. It just even the playing field for me. I don't have to. I had to get past the the feeling of you know, not feeling guilty anymore. Yeah, because that'll wear you down. Oh man, I did this to this person, or you know, I did this to my mom, and I I didn't you know do the thing that she taught me to do as she was raising me, and I don't have to feel guilty about that anymore because I know God forgave me, and and I if you ask for forget, I know my mom forgave me too.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that's kind of they do I mean you see it's not a derailing because they really are related right. um, of reconciliation and forgiveness yeah. whereas like I can be forgiven by God and right. I know that my sin is not held to my account anymore you right. know and then at the same time there may be things that I need to do to reconcile not to God that's already been accomplished by Jesus but to reconcile to others right uh you know I think in, in an instance for me is is like when I was in high school, Um, before I was a Christian. And I treated this, just this uh, uh, young woman with just such disrespect. Right. And um, I remember after becoming a Christian, now I'm forgiven of that. Mm. I know that that is no longer held to my account. I'm a new creation. Right. She doesn't know that, you know. And, uh, And so, but one of the things like I felt, I felt determined to do as the new creation was to try and reconcile that of, of the evil that I had done in the past in order not to make it up. I knew, you know, you can't, you can't make up that, but to say to her, you know what I, I did wrong to you and I, and I'm sorry for that. And I hope that you'll forgive me. And and I remember it's so funny because a lot of times people she's like, I don't even remember. You yeah. Know? Right. Like, like you take it, you take it to heart of what right. you what you have done sometimes in, I, in others. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I, I definitely have some some of those, you know. In fact, you and I know somebody from when we were growing up that, you know, I look back on on how I treated this person and it I mean to this day haunts me. Yeah. And uh and this person here's a here's a good example one of the last times i saw this person we talked about it and and they just completely were like look i i like, it's all good. Like yeah. I don't, I don't look at it the same way you do. I don't, but because of, it's in my head, I'm like, no, 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 that's not good enough. Yeah. Wow. I still long for. Just yeah. tell me you forgive me. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, <laughs> like,
0: and just and, and she might have been telling you, you know, like a lot of. How times, do we know
1: she's a she, yeah, Josh? Yeah, that's Come that's on I now. I was using they Sorry, and- <laughs> <laughs> so I ruined that one. That's all right. It's a good thing my wife doesn't listen yeah, to this. Josh. Really yeah. right. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs>
0: good th- really huh? not just wives nobody listens no, yeah just no, exactly just you're, you're the one and you're we appreciate the, yeah. you wow. so if you're much You're listening thank you that's right thank, thank, thank you, you singular but, person out there yeah but no 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 <laughs> but for real like, right okay so when the person in, in my life went in high school that i was cruel to when she said josh that's no big deal i forgive you i don't even really recall or remember any uh, you being that way um if i then go I must do something. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, can I? Can I buy you? A blah, bah bah bah. Can I? You know, right. give you a, give you a gift card to uh, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you know how to win someone's heart. That's. God what bless I, your wife. What can I do? You know. And then and then so then what wow. am I what am I trying to do? I'm I'm trying to not only not receive what she just offered, yeah. but also to to. It, yeah yeah it, it, to, it, to, right to it kind of reminds
1: me of is hmm. it simon the magician i'm probably getting that wrong there's definitely a simon the magician. But, but he goes to i think peter maybe and he says like you know oh,
0: can i buy the holy yeah, spirit let me buy right. the holy spirit yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah. is that am i making that that's who is that no that is i think you're right is it okay yeah. Right. But the characters may be off. I don't know. No, I think you're right, though. I think you're right. I but, choose to believe I am. Yeah, I, I have a hard
1: time you. operating the opposite assumption. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. So that's. So what does the Bible say to us about? Okay, so that's the case. It is. It's difficult with people, and and look, if you're like, man, that is hard for me. Don't worry, that's hard for yeah. All well, of think us.
1: about this though. If if if. It's so hard to accept help hmm. from people in yes, general. Right, you right, know, right. It, it's there's a something right. our pride, whatever it is, pride. when somebody comes and says, "Hey, I, look, I'll give you," we'll just say twenty bucks, twenty right. bucks. I'll give yeah. you twenty bucks. Oh no, 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 I'm good. I don't need it. I'm good. I'm good. I'll, I'll right. t- I get it. That's twenty dollars. Yeah, go right. Go, yeah. <laughs> That's twenty dollars, and, right. and our pride says no, 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 no. Right. Your salvation, your yeah. forgiveness. Yeah. You know, you're like that, and it's free.
0: And it's free.
1: You just have to accept it. Yeah. Right. Accepting it can be tough. Yeah. Accepting the forgiveness can mm. be tough.
0: Real tough. And that's, I mean, that's where we're going to see this is because we need to see that forgiveness from the biblical perspective of what we've already talked about primarily needs to be something we receive from God. And it can be offered by God. And and we can even believe that we're in that relationship mm. and still be acting in a way that we haven't received it. And, and what I mean by that is, is we can be acting in a way where we're trying to purchase God's approval. Right. Uh, trying to work towards uh, the, our salvation. You probably heard those terms before working towards our salvation in, in this type of sense of I'm going to do enough good things in order to please you. And instead of receiving what Christ has already done for us on the cross and to know that God is already pleased with us, not because of our work, but because of the, the work of his son. So, so a couple things here. So in Psalm one Oh three, Um, it says this about what God does in Psalm 103, it says, he speaking of God does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities Amen. for as high as the heavens are above the earth. So great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the East is from the West, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Love it. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. And the thing is, the thing about it is, is we can be in a relationship with God and still feel like, "But God, I can't believe that You could do that for me. Uh, that my sins are as far as the east is from the west." Which I don't know how you get. You know, this is just par- right. paralleled opposites. It's just right. a beautiful way of writing <laughs> it. It's a beautiful, beautiful way. And when He tells us, "I'm going to remove your transgressions from you," that that Christ has died for your sins, that I've removed them as far as the east is from the west, it seems like. That's something we should we should accept. Absolutely. We should believe rather right. than for us to retry the case of okay, but God, like there must be something I can offer you, you know, there must be something I can pay uh, to, to receive this. Isaiah one eighteen says, Come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they're red as crimson, they shall be like wool. So whenever we come to believe and trust in Christ, Christ makes us white as snow Amen. by his blood on the cross. I Amen. mean, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful illustration. Um, so those scriptures begin to tell us, look, God's made promises to us. Yeah. And God has said he's going to do a certain work in us through Christ. And how do we connect this to Jesus? Because these are from the Old Testament. Well, Luke 24 says, He told them, this is what was written. The Messiah will suffer, rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning in Jerusalem. So forgiveness of sins is going to be Hmm. preached in Jesus' name to all of us. Acts 10 says, all the prophets testify about him, Jesus, that everyone who believes in him, who trusts in him, receives forgiveness of sins through his name, Hmm. which means we are forgiven through Jesus' name. Uh, Acts th- Acts 13 says therefore my friends i want you to know that th- through jesus the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you through him everyone who believes is set free from every sin amen a justification you were not able to obtain under the law of moses in other words you weren't able to do this by just following the rules wow. no it took jesus and and so if this is why although the bible does not tell us just hey, you need to receive forgiveness. It doesn't say it like that specifically. Instead, what it does tell us is, if you believe in Christ, right. you are forgiven. Yeah, and you either trust that, which is or you don't trust, which
1: that. is really difficult because it's yeah. something I it is something that I struggle with. And um, I think it's you know depending on how far down the rabbit hole or how dark things got, yeah, you know, it's, there there are things that are just like you're like, how can I be forgiven of, of this, this stuff? Right, right. Um, I, my my mother and I have talked about this a lot and, you know, she's no stranger to the similar, you know, I mean, right. like you know, she, when Issues. she was young and yeah. yeah. Um, but I think she was kind of voicing that same issue with somebody who I, I don't know who they were, but all I know is my, my mother describes her as a young person, really kind of new to the faith, mm. um, but said something that has stuck in my head and, and in my mom's for Ever since, because she she told me as soon as she heard it, uh, she said as she's going on about you know well, I just can't believe all I did and whatever whatever this young girl says well why don't you tell Jesus to get back up on that cross how many nails do you think he needs to cover your sins mm. and that's how she went at her wow. <laughs> I mean talk about take take her down I mean she was like wait you're right yeah like wh- no Jesus suffered enough for all of us you yeah. know like and it it just it was a different perspective on it and I it's stuck in my head this whole time. Mm.
0: It is, and I think that's a good illustration cuz it's we don't need to retry the crucifixion. Right. And and in fact, when we begin to go like you know, it's I'm going to I'm going to do something to receive this forgiveness, w- what we don't realize we're doing, it's an unthought it, you know, unthoughtful yeah, yeah. result is is that we're saying that Christ's sacrifice on the cross Wasn't enough. Was not enough. Right was not enough and that I must do something else to earn this.
1: Now for and, if you're just a brand new Christian that's listening to this, who right. who has, you know, maybe that's not as, you know, maybe you're not tracking along with us on that point. But for, for those who are a little mature in your faith, I think that that's, I mean, that's fair. Like when you look at that and you're, yeah, I'm, I'm taking, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the value yeah. away from the sacrifice. I mean, I think when I, when I first came to Christ, understanding, the magnitude of that sacrifice, I, you know, I don't know that I fully got
0: it. No, and I don't, I don't think we get it still. No, right. absolutely. Right. And like, and I right. don't
1: pretend if I did, then I wouldn't struggle. Right. You know, and I still struggle. Like yeah. I'm telling you this story that my mom told me and, and as if I've got this licked and I, of course I don't, I still struggle with right. guilt and, yeah. you know, and yeah. you know, I just lay it at the feet of Jesus <laughs> and, and just, you know, hmm. help me, help my, my belief, yeah, you know, no, I, <laughs> help my unbelief yeah, rather. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: All right, uh, Henderson, you want to read that John scripture for us? Yes, sir.
2: Uh, John chapter 8, 1 through 11. It says, But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. At dawn dawn, he appeared again in the temple courts where all the people gathered around him, and he sat down to teach them. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees bought a woman caught in adultery. They made her stand before the group. And said to Jesus, teacher, this woman was caught in the in the act of adultery. And the law Moses commanded us to stone such a woman. Now, what do you say? They were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him. But Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, let anyone of you who is without sin be the first to throw us to throw a stone at her, again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time, the older ones first, until only Jesus was left with the woman still standing there. Jesus, Jesus straightened up and asked her, "Woman, where are they? No one has has no one condemned you. No one, sir," she said. "Then neither do I condemn you," Jesus declared. Go now and leave your life of sin. Mm. Wow.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, what do you think that says to us about receiving forgiveness? Like, what does that how does that talk to us about receiving forgiveness?
2: Yeah. I'm, for me, I mean, for me, this scripture really stands out like clear as day. Man, receiving forgiveness is is empowering. Mm. It, it gives you a fresh start. I know we have a fresh start in Christ as far as like, you know, our eternal salvation, but for this woman and for me in my life, when I was, when I was forgiven of doing, committing a certain act, uh, committing a certain sin and I was forgiven by God, it, it gave me, it, it empowered me to move forward in my life and mm-hmm. gave me a fresh slate. Uh with this woman here and in the law, you know, it was said that we should stone her. Right. For me, brother Josh and listeners, you know, I had, and it was in 2002. I committed a crime. I got in, I got into this shootout. It was me and a couple other people. And guess what? I was already, um, in Louisiana, like what they call a two time offender. And then three strikes you're out. Mm -hmm. So I was set up to get like life in prison and, and so most of, but I just thank God for stepping in. And he had mercy on me just like he did with this woman. Yeah. And I'm home today and I'm free and, and I am empowered to move forward with my life. Because otherwise I could have got stoned, you know, in, in a sense. So I could have got life just like this woman could have got stoned. But Jesus right. released her even from the consequences she was supposed to suffer. So right. I thank God that forgiveness stretches beyond just eternal life. And it's not like God is going to just get you, you know, God chastised those he loved like he did me. I ended up serving like 10 and a half years in prison. But I wasn't thrown away. During that process, God was able to you know, send men in my life and sit me down and reveal himself to me. And I was able to grow and mature in the Lord. And I had to suffer a little bit, but I just thank God for that mercy and that forgiveness because yeah. it, it empowered me to even to be home and free today yeah. and living a life of victory in Christ, and I thank God for that.
1: Hmm.
2: What do you think um, when he qualifies – the,
1: the neither do I condemn you. He first says is anyone here, you know, like well, I mean I want to get it right. I don't want to just paraphrase right. it. It's right in front of me. Where are they has no one condemned you. Um why do you think he asked that? Why doesn't he just say get up and you know send no more. Right. Yeah. Go and send no more. Cuz I just
2: yeah. I just feel like, you know, people and I hoping I'm I'm just hoping I answered the question. Right. You know, I just think that people, you know, we shouldn't look for the approval of people Mm. and people really don't have, you know, a lot of times in my experiences, people sometimes don't have that power to forgive you and move on, especially when you've done them a certain wrong. Mm. Some people just don't. Um, I've seen it in, in like, okay, so I was incarcerated. Right. You know, and in that system, somebody may have committed a crime. It may have been 30 years ago. And they might have been sentenced to like 99 years. So 30 years don't pass. And they go up for parole. And the parole board will tell them, you know, we're going to deny you going home because of the nature of your crime, because of what you did 30 years ago. It was bad. They don't see like the potential of that person has been changed or that person yeah. has been redeemed by God or that type of thing. They're going to be like, no, we deny you because the nature of your offense something that you did no matter no
0: matter what's sitting in front of us right yeah we we, we're gonna have to deny you because of the wrong done
2: because of the wrong that was done yeah right and that's and that's harsh reality yeah yeah that happens yeah and so sometimes people or systems or you know they might not have the 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 love that it takes to forgive right for christ yeah for christ you know so i just thank god for loving us The Bible says that he is very mindful of us. And I've been in some situations to where I'm going to just say, I didn't even think I deserved forgiveness Uh because I know I did a wrong. Oh, I didn't deserve forgiveness either.
0: And so
1: I think that's actually, that's kind of what I was trying to pin down with that question is because I think there is, and I I might, I might be completely off base here, but when I read that um, to me, uh, um, it's kind of like, I don't know if it, I assume everybody at this table has participated in some kind of group therapy at some time.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: There's something very revealing about hearing other people tell their stories and finding that connective tissue between their life and your life. And, And so when even these Pharisees... Right. these, the these revered the people yeah. when right. he calls them out on their sin and they examine themselves and who knows what he's writing in the sand right if you're if you're me that's right. question right. number one <laughs> right. i want to answer but obviously
0: the lord doesn't need us to know and you can find every answer they ever wanted. <laughs> yeah, you can under find every guess, guess. Right.
1: you can yeah. find every guess every guess right um but uh but yeah to see that even the most "Quote unquote righteous," right. those that were judging her walked away because they were ashamed of their own sin. Is it levels the playing field for that's her right. and show? I mean, in my mind, if yeah, that's and me, not only I'm that, there.
0: not only that, but I mean, I never even considered that question before. But thinking about it here is is what is Jesus requiring of her to see? Like that, nobody has condemned her. Right. She, He's requiring of her to see that all have sinned and short of And that's exactly what I, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like, that's what I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I never even really considered it before, but you're welcome. Sure. Well, thank I you. do what I can. I just appreciate <laughs> Praise <it>. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so humble. Praise God. <laughs> praise God, number three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> praise me twice, but then praise him. Um, so, but yeah. Oh, so no one Lord. has condemned you, and then and then and then he says, neither do I condemn you. And that always strikes me because when Jesus says, let those who are without sin throw the first stone, there's only one who had a rightful rightful place to throw the stone, and it was Christ. Right. And Christ says, I don't condemn you. You know, and and you know, and and then he says, go now and leave your life of sin. And and for me, when I read that, I see that as both a declaration of a clean slate. Right. You know, living a new life.
2: Right. Yeah. Don't be going into the Don't old go, places. Right. Don't go committing no more adultery. <laughs> you Don't got go your do- clean slate, right. you know,
0: start, you you got the, the fresh start, start over. Right. Now, what if from that point, she just kept coming back to Jesus and saying, but Jesus, what, you know, I can can kind of do something to receive this no condemnation. You know, like I know I did this wrong. I know, you know, and like, I, I, I think like, yours is a good instance of saying it's a clean slate because I think there are people who can spend their entire lives living in the old slate. You know right. what I mean? Like I've, 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 I've done all the numbers up and I owe this much and I'm gonna spend the rest of my life trying to make it up even though I'm not never going to get even close. Right. And then you're not living a new life at all. You're living the you're living an old life. You're living in the old equation where Jesus has not said, I don't condemn you. Right, yeah, where, You know, where Jesus has, 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 has said, work for it. You better work it, hmm. you know, and then maybe I won't condemn you, Right. you know? And I think we, we see it differently of what Jesus says to us here. Right. He's, he starts with, neither do I right. condemn you. Go now and leave your life yeah. of sin.
2: I think yeah. sometimes, yeah, I think it's sometimes like receiving it is almost like too good to be true. It's too good. Oh yeah. Too, like too good of a good deal. To, could, too good to be true. like man you're gonna really forgive me and i'm and i know i'm supposed to be stoned i know i'm supposed to die for this yeah but you just letting me go like scot-free it makes
1: me think of when uh and certainly this is common and i I think in like military uh, but uh, not just that i mean first responders people like that but when when someone dies to save your life and Mm -hmm. you have like you know in your own life that happens you know you've were overseas or something and somebody somebody died saving you you talk to those people and they do feel like they have to live a different way to earn to to yeah. to pay respect for the life that was given yeah. so they could live yeah. and the truth is jesus died for all of
0: us and we should all Amen. live like that and yeah. and that's Amen.
1: and that's it just go and Leave your life of sin. That's right. what we owe you wanna, Jesus. You want to
0: honor him. Right. That's honor right. him. Honor, you can't pay. Honor for his it, words but you can... that the slate is clean. And that that now you have a new and fresh start, yeah. and you're not alone in it. You know, he's not. He doesn't just just send us off alone. He sends us with His Holy Spirit. That's right. And so, like, yeah, I think you that can, that's,
1: you you have you can acknowledge that. I mean, it's good to acknowledge that we were bought at a price. Yes, and we should live a life that's worth it. Yeah,
0: that's uh, that's honoring of that price. There's yeah. nothing. There's nothing wrong with honoring the not gift, worth it, but
1: honoring right it.
0: Yeah. honoring the gift that's been given to us. But but it's it's of the utmost pride and arrogance to believe. That we will ever live a life yeah. that will earn that. Right. Because right. we can't. Right. You know, we can't. And the only thing what we can do is take what Jesus says to us seriously and say, I died for you for to give you a new life. Uh, and and now go and leave your 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 life of sin. I think so so Luke 15 for me really brings this home because it's a special, not only is it I mean, we've this is a we've talked about this before. Um, as far as, as far as this parable from, um, from the, the two, two sons, the lost son, yeah, the lost sons. And, uh, and so, uh, you, wanna read you that want to read that for me? You want to read that for right. me? Read right. That this is I'm going babble for
1: a while there. <laughs> that's, that's, well, you were due. Yeah. You were due. I it's know. usually me. Yeah. So this is Luke 15, 11 and 24. Jesus continued There was a man who had two sons The younger son said to his father Father give me my share of the estate so he divided his property between them Not long after that the young younger son got together all that he had set off for a distant country and there squandered his wealth in wild living After he had spent everything there was a severe famine in the whole country and he began to be in need So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. And I lost my spot, sorry. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare, and here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven Bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fat, bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate, for this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Amen. So they began to celebrate. Amen.
0: All right. So you want to talk about a good deal. Right. Right? He's given his half of the inheritance. Right. Goes and blows it. Right. Right. Ends up desperate. Hmm. real desperate he's starving and he wants to eat the food of the pigs which we know for a jewish man is like that's, the worst yeah, you, right. you, you're talking about the worst so and he's he's in this and he suddenly comes to his senses i love hmm. that that's always my favorite because hey may god bring us all to our senses yes. Yes. okay hopefully before we're in the pigsty <laughs> yeah but, 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 yeah but if it takes the pigsty, <laughs> let's let's be in the pigsty uh, but he comes to his senses, and then he says, "And then he says, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? I'll set out, go back to my father, say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy mm-hmm. to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So um, for years, for probably 10 years of being a Christian, um, I knew that the Lord had wiped my slate clean. He had changed me, um, and... I began to, to to live a new life just by the fact of his Holy Spirit living in me. That's that's mostly everything that was going on was was God's guidance and his Holy Spirit living in me. But I remember 10 years in finally coming to an understanding. I'd read this, heard it preached on, right. all, all that type of stuff a million times, maybe not a million, but a many times. <laughs> and uh, and and suddenly it hit me that I was trying still to act like the unworthy son. Right. And what I mean by that is is he's in this pig pen. He says, I'm not worthy. Okay, It's real easy after you receive the grace of God, when you really receive it, when you receive the Holy Spirit, to come to an understanding that you are not worthy. And sometimes we want to stay in that unworthiness. and And so I knew I was doing that. But then there was a second part to it where it was, he says, make me like one of your hired servants. Uh, what does a hired servant do in the house? Earn he, his keep. He earns his keep. Right. He, he works yeah. for his pay with the father. And so he comes to this father and he's expecting to give the whole speech. And we've talked about this before. Yes. He expects to give this whole speech. I'm no longer they'd be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. But look, and this is what amazes me. So look, uh, uh, he says, the son said to him, father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. Now this is him actually speaking to the father. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Notice what's taken out. Where does the father yeah. interrupt him? Yeah. At the work. Yeah. He interrupts him at it's the not hired. Sir. Yeah. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to be, he's not interested in, in making you a hired servant in his house. Right. He's interested in making you a son. Yeah. And, and so he says to him, this son of mine was dead and is alive again. You Mm. are my son. And
1: and I think something important and I'm sure everybody, well, I don't want to say that. I'm not even going to say that. Um, In the event that you're not familiar, this is a parable. This is a story that Jesus is, he's preaching and he's answering questions and he, he tells this story to, for, to to make a point. So, and Jesus is a master storyteller. Right. And so everything about this story is intentional and that, right there he lets you know Mm. the son's plan right this is what the son thinks he needs to say and this is what the father needed to hear
0: right right and And, that was it and that's and then and then that's that that interruption happens yeah right at the work and i just you know for me for 10 years it took me living as a christian i never actually
1: put together the the earning is keep thing until you you said that well i didn't but, either until today okay, so but, all right well, good. but it hit, but
0: what hit me what hit me was is for for the 10 years of my, me being a christian i had that issue of not receiving the forgiveness of god and just thinking that i was meant to live unworthy uh, i am unworthy i know that that's the fact right so then i can mm-hmm. live the fact that i'm unworthy but here's the problem with that is the father has said i have made you worthy not because of anything you've done, you're not right. going to be a hired servant in my household. You're a son, right. and the the way you're a son is through Christ. Amen. Through what Jesus has done, it's it says that He is because of what Christ has done, He is uh, given us adoption into sonship. Yes. So we are all adopted into as sons Amen. in the family because of our faith.
2: And the Bible says, uh, and the we Bible are says, heirs heirs are according, according to, to the promise. That's right. Amen. <laughs> according Amen. to the promise. Yes, Amen. Lord.
0: So what we're saying is, is part one of the most important thing about forgiveness is not just understanding that, you know, Christ died to forgive you of your sins, but it's actually living as though you are forgiven, that you are, you're not worthy, but that God has called you worthy through Jesus. Right. And that God has covered you through Jesus and that, that the father doesn't want you to be a hired servant in his household. He wants you to be a son. Um, and the only way you do that. Or is a daughter. <laughs> or a daughter. I mean, right. Right. <laughs> right. We got lots of listeners. That's true. All You're 20 right. of them. <laughs> exactly. So the, the point being is you are his child. Yes. And, and, uh, and so um, we need to stop living as though we're going to finish that sentence like the son. Yes. Right. And, and we just need to listen to the father's interruption And say, I believe you. I believe you.
2: Look, I know know we're getting close to our our closing time, but you know, I do a lot of prison ministry, right? And some of the things, I was in prison before, and at one point of time, I'm guilty of feeling this way myself. But a lot of time, especially, you know, and once you get like a strike against you, like a conviction, now you are a convicted felon. And obviously that's a big strike in the job market. like if you're going out to look for a job and they know you've been convicted of a felony, be like, uh you know, they might put your application to the side, right? And you know and and I hear the ex you know, and then my prison ministry going back inside the prison because I once felt like that man, I'm a two-time loser, Ain't nobody gonna hire me. But that's a lie from the devil. Mm. That is a lie. I'm working. Thank God I have a job. Thank God he blessed me with my own business. Mm -hmm. So there is hope. There is a clean slate. God wants to bless you. He wants to get you out of that, you know, I can't get a job or I can't get another wife or I can't, you know, be back in the community and maybe even doing community outreach and stuff like that. The enemy wants you to feel as though you're not worthy to even be doing that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but God wants you to know. Yeah. Yes. You can get a job. You are forgiven. You don't have to live in the regrets of your past. You know, I'm not doing it. I'm I'm not going to give in to what the enemy try to tell me like, Oh, you're not going to be able to get that job. No, the devil is a lie. You can get that job. Yeah. You can, you know, have success in your marriage. Right. You may not have like me, you may not have had, have success in the past and your job or whatever it may be. Or nobody wouldn't trust you because of your activity and your character. But Man, thank God for growth and maturity. And now today, thank God, you know, people will hire me. And I thank God for that. Yeah. One last thing I want to share is a scripture out of the book of Mark, just to show you how receiving that forgiveness is so empowering. And in this scripture, it was the paralyzed, it was the paralyzed man, the paralytic. And I'm going to read it real quick. It says a few days later, Jesus went back to Capernaum and the news spread that he was at home. So many people came together that was that, there was no room left, not even out in the front of the door. Jesus was preaching the message to them when four men arrived, carrying a paralyzed man to Jesus, right? Because of the crowd, however, they could not get the man to him, so they made a hole in the roof above the place where Jesus was. And I'm going to try to move through it kind of fast. It says, when they had made an opening, they had let the man down land on his mat. Seeing how much faith they had, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, My son, your sins are forgiven. What'd he say? Your sins are forgiven. Man. Amen. So the man, the paralyzed man had to receive that. Mm -hmm. He had to receive that, which and you're gonna see how that actually empowered him. Mm. Jesus told him, Your sins are forgiven. And in the scripture, it's kind of implied that maybe the man did something to had to have him in a paralytic state. He's
0: suffering under some stuff he's done. Yeah, maybe
2: it was something or something he's done. So some teachers of the law who were sitting there thought to themselves, how does he dare talk like this? Talking about Jesus. This Mm. is blasphemy. God is the only one who can forgive sin. Yep. At once Jesus knew what they were thinking. So he said to them, why do you think such things? Is it easier to say to his paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven or to say, get up, pick up your mat and walk. So Jesus told us, I I will prove to you then." That the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Mm. Who has authority? Amen. The son of man. We're talking about <laughs> Jesus Christ of That's Nazareth. Right. That's right. Amen. Amen. I tell you, get up, pick up your mat and go home. And the Bible says, while they all watched, the man got up. He was empowered. Yeah. He got up, picked up his mat and hurried away. Huh. And they The Bible says they were all completely amazed and praised God saying we have never seen anything like this. So receiving that forgiveness for me, man, is, is empowering. I was able to get up. And get my life back on track. Mm. And for the paralyzed man, he was able to get up and walk. Yeah, yeah. he was able to leave. You know, he but was he had always to get up. He had to get up. He was yeah. always dependent on somebody else or so somebody else. Maybe yeah. even telling, oh, you can't get this or you can't. You gotta wait for me. And yeah. no, that's not how God wants us to live. God uh-huh. wants us to live in victory. He wants us to be able to move forward with our life in forgiveness. Amen. Praise so receive God. it. Praise God. Just Receive it. Pray us. Pray us out. Yes, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for another time together, Father God. We thank you for just bringing us together to fellowship and to share a little bit, just bring some light to your word. And we thank you for forgiveness, Father God. We know that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And we just thank you for sending Christ Jesus who died for our sins so that we can have eternal life with you. But we also know that the Son of Man, as the Bible says, have the power or the authority Mm to forgive sins on earth. Thank you, God. Yes, Lord. Father, we just pray that you'll forgive us here and even in the earth realm so we know that we may have to suffer for something that we may have done. Father, I pray that you will release us even from the consequences of our sin. Mm-hmm. Let us turn away from them, Father God, and turn back to you. Mm-hmm. Just as the man did, Father God, when he realized he was eating slops and he knew that if he would just return back to his father, he knew that he would be blessed. And Father, I pray that you will just turn us back Bless us, let us live a life of victory and power by your spirit. We love you and it's in Jesus name. Amen. amen.
0: Thank you for listening to let the Bible speak. If you'd like to support us, subscribe to the podcast by clicking that little plus symbol on your phone until it becomes a check mark. You can also share these episodes with a friend. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at letthebiblespeakpodcast at gmail.com. If you write us at letthebiblespeak at gmail.com, we will not receive your email. So make sure it is letthebiblespeakpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks.